Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Fitness Disrupted, a production of iHeartRadio. Hi, I am Tom Holland. Welcome to Fitness Disrupted. What do you think, I think, the most important part of a fitness magazine is? Now, I know there aren't many left. When I first started in this industry, that's kind of how I started, was contributing to and working with fitness magazines. I started my company way back in the, in the late 90s, early 90s, mid-90s, somewhere around there. But uh, what do you think, I think, the most important information is in there? Is it the workouts? Is it the nutritional advice? Is it the advertising and those supplements? What do you think, I think? Well, you know what it is? It's the success stories. Remember they used to have that page? And for the magazines that still exist, I believe many of them still do. It was that one pager on that man or woman who made major change. And quite often it was weight loss because that's what a lot of people want to achieve. And I get that. But that was the page. That's the information. That page contains the quote-unquote secrets, tips, tricks, that aren't secrets, tips, or tricks. Well, they're tips to success. It's how someone did it. And you know what? It's never the short-term fix. It's never the fad diets. It's never the crazy workouts, not long-term. No siree, Bob. <laughs> it's not. Those are the most powerful lessons. If you want to achieve something, 
find someone who has achieved it and do what they did. That's how I got where I am, studied the people who had what I wanted and did it, didn't make excuses. And guess what? There are no short-term tips and tricks to get you to that kind of result. And that's what I love the most about those pages is that it just shows you, hey, do you want to achieve the weight loss, the, the building muscle, the, the achieving maybe a, an event, a run, a bike ride, whatever it is, it's slow steps. It's consistency. It's that there are no secrets. So that's why I have shows like today. Today's show is amazing, if I do say so myself, because it has an amazing guest attached to it. With Fitness Disrupted, I'm going to bring you the top PhD people. I'm going to bring you the best of the best when it comes to all the topics, all the myths that we are going to disrupt, debunk once and for all. And when it comes to success, for you to have the takeaways on doing what you want to do, I'm going to bring you people that have done it. And not only done it, but done it for a long time who are successful. It is so important. And that's David Garcia. The guy I bring to you today, if he doesn't inspire you, you got to get your heart checked. I'm going to let him tell you his story, but I'm going to give you the quick synopsis, the quick bio. This guy was over 400 pounds, unhappy, and he made major change. He took 400 pounds. He lost over 150, and he has kept it off for a ridiculously long amount of time. And that's the most important part is that he's kept it off, right? Because so many people, many of you, yo-yo dieting. And the information he is going to give you, because I know him now, we're friends. I met him years ago and was blown away when I did, and I knew that this is someone I would stay in touch with for my entire life. And he gets it. And he will help any of you who have similar type goals. And for those of you who have different goals, it doesn't matter. The message is the same. So David Garcia, from 400 pounds, lost over 150 pounds. And he's doing much more than that. But I'm going to let him tell you. But that's why I have these shows. We're going to disrupt fitness in so many different ways. And the primary, not the primary, but one of the primary reasons I love David's story so much is because he shows you it can be done. For those of you who are reading those articles that say, it's your genetics, give up. It's your, once you, once you achieve a certain amount of weight, your body wants to stay there. Give up. Not true. Not true. Is it easy? Nothing is easy. Is it challenging? Sure. David will tell you. Can you do it? Absolutely. And does it get easier? Without a doubt. I've spoken long enough because I want David to talk. So when we come back from this break, I bring to you David Garcia. So sit back Get ready to get inspired, and you're going to hear his story. We'll be right back after this short break.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of times you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we are back, and I could not be more excited. We are here with David Garcia, who, you know, I met years ago, became a friend of mine, and could not have been more excited, as I said earlier, when I met him, because I, I love my job, but I know my limitations. I know... Yeah, we can talk about the science. And I know that people think I came out of the womb uh, running marathons and doing Ironman triathlons. Couldn't be further from the truth. I was a kid on the bench. But this guy has, has accomplished what so many people think they can't. And that is so important. And so much of the media and the, uh, the articles out there that talks about weight loss and fitness, it's just... It's, it's negative. It tells you you don't have control. It tells you just to basically give up. 
It's your genetics. And, and if you have gained weight, forget it. There's a set point. Your body will constantly fight to get there. And, and there obviously is some scientific truth to that. But you know what? You can do it. And, and your body, uh, you have so much more control over that than these articles, than a lot of this just pseudoscience and just bad information uh, will let you believe. So I got the guy. <laughs> I got the guy. And when I first heard his story, I just, I said, this is a guy I will be friends with for the rest of my life because uh, he's everything I want to bring to you about that message. So how about, how's that, David? Are you embarrassed? I'm completely embarrassed, but luckily I'm alone. No one can, no one can see me blushing, but I mean, the, I value you as a friend and I value you as, a, as an amazing resource. And it's always a pleasure to talk to you. So yeah, let's get into this. And thanks so much. Obviously, uh, coming from a telephone interview, usually, and, and when David is in the area, we will interview him again in person. Uh, but this is, it's, it's such an important show and I'm so excited. So if weight loss is your goal, and truthfully, if you just want to be inspired, uh, this, this is the show for you. And it, it goes further than weight loss. And, and that is what I talk about here on Fitness Disrupted. It is reframing the whole message about fitness, why we do it. Sure, weight loss is a part of it. It will always be. We want to be a healthy weight. But exercise, as I've talked about on so many other shows, goes so far beyond that. But that being said, here's the guy. Here's the guy. So all that stuff you read that says can't be done, give up, uh, and I'm not saying it's not challenging, right, David? I'm not saying uh, I, I'm agreeing with all of that, right? Completely, completely, completely challenging. So challenging every day, but but we'll get to it. But it gets easier in a certain way. And and I'm not putting words in your mouth. I'm just going to let you speak. So David Garcia, guy who has made incredible change, uh, is going to tell you how he did it. He's going to give you tips on, on on how he did it and how he kept it off. So take it away, David. Give them your story. Absolutely. First, it's just you mentioned how challenging it was. And one of the things I tell people is, um, to be completely truthful, the story that I'm about to share is, like, single most, the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. But, like, hands down, it is by far the most rewarding. And I can't celebrate that reward without having, you know, overcome that challenge and continue to overcome that challenge. So I just want to set that aside. Like, it may seem daunting, but, like, the payoff is so huge. Um, but to go back a little bit, I've always been heavy. I was I was aware, like in elementary school, that I was the heaviest guy in my in my class. And I remember making efforts to diet as young as middle school and high school. And I I just tried all sorts of things through my um, through college and through my twenties, where I would try different diets. And you know what they are because a bunch of us have tried them, and they're big brand names, and they have commercials on TV, and they're books, and they're all sorts of stuff. And I would maybe lose thirty or forty pounds, and I would gain it back, and I would. Um, try something different, and I would maybe lose the same or maybe lose a little bit more, but then I would gain it back. And nothing ever ever really stuck. And by the time I was um, in my early 30s, I was um, pushing up and past 400 pounds. And at that point, I thought, I'm done. I, there's, I can't do this anymore, and I won't ever be able to do this, and I won't ever be able to find that sort of success in regards to my health. And and, um, and it was it was depressing. It was miserable because I was happy in other parts of my life. I have awesome friends. I have an awesome career. I have an amazing family, but I just sort of thought that going forward, I was always going to be um, obese. It was going to be a burden and it was going to make me unhappy and that I would just have to um, live with it and soldier through it somehow. 
and uh, and that was my mindset. And then um, I used to work in television, and I had the opportunity to meet Richard Simmons um, and begin working with him, which was amazing. And at, and at first, I I didn't think anything would come of it in regards to me losing weight because I was so firmly entrenched in this belief that that it wasn't achievable for me. And um, and and Tom, you asked me for some tips, and I'm going to share these tips as I sort of tell the story. And for everyone listening, like I didn't have these tips sort of going in. Like Richard gave me all sorts of information and, and all sorts of um, resources. But like I sort of figured these things out as I went along. And when I think back, it's these things that really clicked and really made it work. And the first thing was I started small. Like I, I, I had 150, 200 pounds to lose, 175 pounds to lose. And the thought of that was so daunting. It was so completely overwhelming. But like I would shut down. It would be like you know paralysis, where my brain would just shut off because it just couldn't register the like that I had to lose an entire person, and um, and so I decided, you know what, let's let's set that aside, and I'm just going to find two things tomorrow that I can do differently. And it, for me, it was I'm going to start bringing my lunch to work and avoid you know the junk food that was in our office kitchen and that people were bringing in, um, and then I would also bring a change of clothes so I would just go for a walk before I got home, because I knew that once I got home at the end of a busy day and I sat down on my couch, chances are I wasn't going to get up again. So it wasn't like this decision where all of a sudden starting tomorrow, I'm going to eat X number of calories and work out X number of minutes and not eat this and not eat carbs or fat or sugar or any, you know, it wasn't like, I didn't go into it like I my life needs to change everything all at once. Right now it was, I'm going to start small and find those one or two things. And I did those every single day. I bought my lunch, I bought a change of clothes bought my lunch, bought a change of clothes, day in, day out. And after a week or two weeks, it became a habit. And it was a habit that I created that fit into my lifestyle and fit into my routine that wasn't dependent on me driving across town to go to a certain gym or, you know, only eating certain foods that were delivered to me through the mail or whatever. And then once those became a habit, I started adding a third. And it was, for me, I need to up my water intake. And that's another one of my tips, just drink a lot of water. And it helps fill you up, it helps uh, flush out like nasty toxins out of your body, it helps clean you out, it helps your metabolism, start your day by drinking a glass or two of water um, and just get that metabolism going. And, you know, and then apart from that, there's very specific medical benefits. It's so awesome for your circulation, it's so awesome for every major body system and function that you have. So just drink water. And so I decided that I would work my way up to a gallon a day and that would be the next change that I would start to implement. And then all of a sudden, after another week or two, I had these three really healthy habits that were, um, despite how terrible any given day might have been, I still did these three things, and I could feel proud about that. And then I started noticing that weight was coming off, and now I had this momentum, and I could figure out a fourth thing, figure out a fifth thing, and still keep that pattern of, let's focus on this new thing for a week until it becomes a habit, until it's ingrained in me, and I can keep building. And because of that sort of process, I was able to lose a lot of weight, and, and ultimately I lost 160 pounds, um, but, it, but it wasn't in a way that was incredibly restrictive to how I functioned and how I lived and how I shopped and how I, you know, scheduled my day. Uh, so, yeah, I lost 160 pounds, and, um, and I sort of figured out after I got like four or five of these little changes under my belt that in order to keep going, in order to do more, I needed to have a, a plan. So that's a, a third tip for anyone that's trying to lose weight is have a plan for your day, even if it's really, even if it's a really rough plan and some things may be sort of a little bit gray. Like I sort of had to figure out 
okay, I'm bringing my lunch, so that's taken care of. I can, you know, wake up and have healthy options for breakfast, so that's part of my plan. Eat breakfast at home, have fruit, have oatmeal, have, you know, eggs, some good protein, whatever it is. And then, um, and then where I knew I got tripped up was at the end of the day because I once figured it out. When, when I started this process, I was working at a job where I drove past on my way home, 11 drive throughs and I never wanted to put myself in a position where I went through any of them. So I needed to have a game plan. Some days it was, okay, I know I have leftovers in my fridge waiting for me. That's going to be my dinner. Some days, honestly, it was, I got to bring my lunch and my dinner because I know I'm going to be working late. I know I'm going to be starving, and I don't really want to drive by fast food places and be even confronted with that temptation because I know that a swing through a drive through for me like in, the, in my past, could easily equal four to 6,000 calories. I mean, it sounds outrageous, but that's the way that I ate. That's how I got up to 400 pounds. So have that plan. If I, were, if I went out and met friends at a restaurant, I would have that conversation where I was like, hey, where are we going? And I would check the menu online and figure out if I could eat stuff there. And if I couldn't, I wasn't afraid to be that guy that was like, hey, you know what? How about this place down the street? I can get a salad there. I really want to hang out with you guys. And my friends were really awesome, and like nearly every time they said yes, and if they said no, then I'd be like, oh, well, I think I got to get to bed early that night. Like, you know, I wasn't afraid to put myself out there and be assertive, and if everyone was around eating pizza, like, great, let's, let's have that plan where we're going to hang out and, and order pizza, and I'm just going to make sure to bring my own salad. So just have that plan and try to eliminate those opportunities for uh, temptation and giving into craving because you have no idea where your food is going to come from, when you're going to eat next, or where you're going to get that food. Unbelievable. Um, <laughs> am, I, am I talking too much? Am I going on too much Oh, time? my God. There's no way I'm going to interrupt you, David. I mean, if you could see me, uh, seriously, I, I'm in the perfect job because you we've we've done these interviews before. That that was, you, you've just, that was the greatest 10 minutes I've heard. No, I, I, and I and I mean that because I'm taking notes and and you know what I wrote control, and I just love it. It makes me so happy that that you you know you know the math. You, you obviously, if you've been this successful, you, you know everything. You really do. But it's about temptation. It's about control, controlling. You know what you bring, your route to work, the front. You know, getting online. I just I love it, and it's and it's hopeful for people. And it shows them it doesn't matter where you're starting from. And, and your message of small changes. I mean, I'm, I'm, my heart rate's like 180. <laughs> so, excessive moderation makes small changes uh, frequently, not big changes infrequently. And, you know, there's nothing in what you just said in 10 minutes that is in the popular diet conversation. Nothing. Because it doesn't sell books, because it's short-term fixes, and and we could talk. And you know what? We're going to have another interview because uh, we we need to do you know like a three-hour podcast, and we can do that. That's the beauty of this format. And and even what you said is how you're successful going forward. It's controlling everything that you can and still enjoying it, right? So let's take it to that step, David. So now you, you've hit your success up and down like most people. Uh, how have you continued and, and where have you taken it to? Sure. Um, so uh, I, I worked really hard and I stayed very focused and I, and I lost 160 pounds in um, a little over a year, which which sounds like a big loss, and it certainly is, and it sounds like a short amount of time, and also it certainly is. And um, 
what I figured out real quick, especially, you know, in the second half of that year is that this world that I'm in is opening up to me in ways that I've never previously had or in ways that I hadn't experienced in, you know, a decade or two, where all of a sudden I could sit on a roller coaster again. All of a sudden I didn't have to like break out into hot sweats because we were going to a restaurant that only had booths and I don't know if those tables are bolted to the floor or if they could nudge four inches so I could actually sit in the booth. I didn't have like anxiety about meeting someone at a crowded place and having to like, excuse me, excuse me, pardon me, like squeeze through a crowd of people where clearly people have to make a giant pass because I was so large and that like that moment right there gave me so much embarrassment when it happened and so much freedom when it didn't. So I was in this place where I could do all these things. I was much more physical and I was much more active and I was um, exercising a lot more. And I, and I know I'll get into the specifics of what that exercise was, but in a general sense, like I could do things that I wasn't able to do for a really long time, if not ever, and I was enjoying it. And, and so that was, we're now up to like 2011. So I've kept this weight off. Most of it, I go up and down, there's fluctuations and you're never going to stay the same weight, you know, every day until the end of time. So, um, so there's been fluctuations, but I've kept the vast majority of this weight off for 2011. So that's like eight years now. Um, and I'll, and I'll tell you the, the things that I think about. First of all, my first tip is you have to reset your brain um, and have the right mindset where losing the weight is not the goal. That's the first goal. That's a goal. But you're not done. You're never done. I hear people say all the time, like, I, I just got to get, I just got to drop these 30 pounds and I'm done. I'm all set. I just got to drop, you know, 30 pounds, 50 pounds, 100 pounds, 200 pounds. You're, uh, unfortunately, the, the truth is, is that you're never going to be done. And there are times, because once you, leave, once, you, once you take it off, once you lose the weight, keeping it off is just as challenging, if not more, than losing it to begin with. And there are times where I've, like, sort of rethought that. And it's like just put me into a depression because it's, you know, I want to be done. I want to just be able to live my life and eat what I want and, and not gain weight. And, but that's not me and that's not the situation I'm ever going to be in. So I had to figure out how to think about it in a way that just didn't put me into a mental health tailspin. And, and what I came up with was this is what I need to do to keep enjoying this life. This is the way I need to eat and this is the way that I need to stay active so I can go and be active with my family and be active with my friends and not worry about booze and roller coasters and seat belts. I broke, I've broken car seats before and I don't want to do that. I don't ever want to have to ask a flight attendant for a seatbelt extender because I feel like there's 20 sets of eyes in the entire coach section around me that all of a sudden staring at me because I'm a guy who can't fit in a seatbelt. And I don't want to have to like worry about someone sighing next to me on an airplane because I'm so big. And truth be told, if they're sighing audibly and annoyed, like, then that's on them. But, like, it still made me feel bad, and I just swore, and you might want to mark that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sure this is a, you know, family-friendly podcast, and I apologize. But the idea is that, you know, it's no longer I need to keep this off so I can be done. Now it's I want to keep this off because I don't want to give up all of these things that I have worked so hard and that I've earned. And that's how I think about it. I've earned the, the ability to not worry about car seats and booze and roller coasters. And I, I will fight tooth and nail so I can keep going and keep enjoying these things and keep the door open so I can enjoy so much more that I haven't even like thought about. I love it. All right. So I just want to, unbelievable. And, and I, I'm taking notes. Uh, it's, it's, 
so eye-opening every time we speak you, you always take it to even to another level and and because you're still on that journey and and it's going to be so helpful to so many people before we get finished i want to make sure that people know that not only have you kept it off not only have you enjoying things i love that you said that things that you wouldn't have expected but you're now you're racing up buildings <laughs> tell people about that yeah you're absolutely right and that's one of the things that i was able to you know one of the things that I think cements our friendship early on is that both of us have had this experience of racing up a stairwell in a skyscraper uh, that not many people have done, and uh, most people don't even haven't even heard about. But in 2012, I, I started using the stairmaster a lot at the gym, and I'm a big nerd and I, and I love architecture and design and urban planning, and so I would use a stairmaster or a step mill. They call it step mill. Um, and I would use a step mill, and at the end of the workout, I'd be like, "Oh, I just climbed." You know, this player is telling me I just climbed 60 stories. And I would go and I would look up a skyscraper online and look at pictures of a 60-story building, which was hugely motivating to think that I got to the top of that building, you know, just at the gym 45 minutes ago. And um, somewhere after doing this for months and months, I heard about a, a tower run, um, which is another word for a stair climb race, where I was living in Los Angeles and there was a 63-story building and you could race up to the top of it. And I signed myself up for it. I, I thought, I'm doing it hypothetically at the gym. Let's, like, let's do it for real. And it was the most terrifying moment, one of the most terrifying moments of my life, standing on the sidewalk, uh, looking up at this building, and just being like, I can hardly see the top, and I, and I got to get there. And, and my legs are the ones that are going to you know, get me there. But I did this race, and, it was, and, I, and I got to the top, and it ended on the roof. I was on the helipad. 800 and something feet above Los Angeles. And there was just this swirl of emotions that was like, obviously pride and accomplishment and, and, and looking down and seeing this whole city below me. And, and that's what I just climbed. That's what I just ran. And that felt really amazing. And then there was this sort of utter complete pain and exhaustion and fatigue because that was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life racing upstairs. And I just sort of felt invincible. And I've never, ever felt like that before. And I thought, I got to keep doing this. I got to, I have to chase that feeling. And so um, now, you know, it's been seven years and I've done over 75 of these races. I've competed in many of the most famous buildings in this country, including World Trade Center, Sears Tower, which is now called Willis Tower, the Stratosphere in Vegas, the Space Needle. I've been one of roughly 20 Americans ever that have been invited to compete up the Eiffel Tower in Paris. And those races keep me going, and they and they motivate me, and they fuel me, and I love it. And it's I love the challenge, I love the um, that reward, that feeling that I mentioned. I just want to love all of it. And I've met this amazing community of people that I see at these races that are all over the country. Um, so I have this amazing network of of supportive people, and and honestly, I just stumbled into it because I decided I was just going to start doing something different at the gym and, and facing a fear of the step mill, which honestly like intimidated me because everyone that's ever on a step mill at the gym, they're like drenched <laughs> in sweat after 35 seconds. And um, you took on one of the toughest pieces of equipment, David. <laughs> yeah. And, and I guess, you know, and, and I'm not going to sit here and, and encourage everyone to go find stairs and climb them. Cause it's not for everyone. Uh, like certainly if you're at the mall or at the airport or whatever, take the stairs if you can, you know, skip the escalator if you can, but like you don't need to go climb hundreds and hundreds of stories. But what I tell people is in order to keep the weight off, in order to keep going, moving forward, moving forward, moving forward, you have to find some sort of activity that you love that you're going to do every day. And maybe it's walking your dog around the block or walking a greater distance than you normally would. Maybe it's, um, 
my dad is in his 70s, and, and in the past year, he discovered pickleball, which is this um, racket sport that's like a like, but in between ping pong and tennis, with a, on a smaller court and a smaller net and a whistle ball. But like, he sort of found this sport, and now my 70-something dad is playing it three or four times a week without fail. It's on his schedule. He goes every single time it's available at the community center down the street, and. Um, and his health has benefited him. He's much more mobile and he's much less stiff and, you know, and he's doing something that so many people would never ever want to do or can do or think they can do. And like, he's in his seventies, like finally in his seventies. So you just got to find something and you you don't need to become like some sort of um, competitive athlete or participate in some sort of extreme sport, but what are you going to do so you so you can keep burning calories and reap all the rewards that benefit you know that exercise offers like better sleep and and better focus and having a mental release like that's why I've always loved exercise because I can have a real crummy day or a real crummy conversation or something that didn't go how I thought it would and I could just take that energy and expend it with a really active workout and just feel so much better and feel much more calm and collected so you know. If you've got to keep, you're not going to be able to keep weight off without being active. So, so find something, and if and if you don't like something, find something else. Find new people. Find, take, start taking classes at the gym and talk with your classmates and figure out who they are and how you can connect and bond with them and build those friendships. You know, follow people on Instagram and and Twitter and listen to these podcasts like like Fitness Disrupted and and just keep your mind open. And that sort of leads to my third point, which is you got to keep evolving. You know. Keep trying new foods. Keep trying new exercises. Keep reading articles and listening to podcasts and reading and reading books. And the thing is that, like, you can read a book or an article and 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 not commit to any of the points that they're making or any of the tips involved. But like, you can stash them away and know that moving forward, you can you can just sort of have it in your arsenal so you can lean on it later. And if you continue to build that arsenal and and build those resources and and know that like if you're you know in this sort of situation this Instagram person is someone that I can look to for inspiration or, you know, I can, I can turn on an episode of fitness disrupted. I can go to a, a blog like my, you know, like my blog, shameless plug for keep it up, david.com. But like, you, you know, if you have all these, you know, you're better equipped to pivot away from challenges and pivot away from stress. If you just have this arsenal. So just like I said earlier, you're, you're not done when you lose the weight. You're never done learning. And I'm never done learning. And I love that because I love to learn. I love, like, I'm very curious, and so if I see a food that I've never encountered before, like, I'm going to buy it, I'm going to read about it, I'm going to cook it, I'm going to eat it, and whether or not I, whether or not I enjoy it, that's a different matter, but, like, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to know whether or not I enjoy it unless I do those previous steps, and then the next time I can go to the grocery store, it's either there and I love it and I'm buying more, or it's like, okay, great, I'm just going to go back to broccoli. Broccoli is a tried and true. You know, just, you got to keep evolving. Yeah. We need five hours. (laughs) We really do. And I'm so busy taking notes because it's just every time lean on it. I mean, just lean on it later. I love and and you're talking about evolving. You know, that's that's the variation that I bore anyone who I talk to about fitness, about how we got to mix it up. Everything, as you said, the food, the exercise, the the motivation. We need hours, uh, but we don't have them today. <laughs> I, I just, I love, and we're going to have you back. I'm going to, I keep saying we, like I have an imaginary friend next to me. I don't know. There's this all encompassing we. Um, You're in a room full of producers every, and engineers and podcast executives, I presume. 
<laughs> I know, I know exactly. But it's you, you inspire me, and and I'm so excited for people to hear this show. And you just hit on everything in the absolute, in my opinion, and I'm very biased, <laughs> best way to give people the tools they need to enjoy life. And and I love that you finished up by saying, I'm going to try all these different foods. It's not about deprivation. It's not about starving yourself. It's about what you talked about for this entire show, David, trying different things. Try And, and you know, hey, but what I love, and I got to point out one last time, is that who would have thought you would be racing up buildings? So that is, when we talk about weight loss and people getting healthier, that's awesome. And that, like, for most people, as you said, that's like their goal. But, oh my gosh, keep your mind open because it will open up the world to you in ways that you had no idea. And that's why when we talk about fitness and exercise, uh, I'll say it one last time, sure, weight loss, super important. We're going to get there. You're going to find that weight, but there is so much more than that. And it's living, it's enjoying foods. It's finding these communities, David racing up buildings. It's finding uh, relationships, David and I friends. Now it's, it's so much more. And David, couldn't thank you more. We're going to have you back. And uh, we need to race up the empire state building together. Although you'll have to go easy on me because you're stronger than I am. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm stronger than you, Tom. You're pretty strong. But regardless, you know, like anytime, I'd love talking to you. I'd love to come, you know, I'd love to come back. I will be knocking on your door um, the second I'm in Connecticut. <laughs> Although, I, I have, to be honest, I have no current plans, but, I, you know, I, I love you and I'll talk to you forever. You got to get yeah. out here. Yeah, absolutely. We'll and get you out here. One, Give everyone your social media. So absolutely. you got to keep it up, David.com. What else? Keep it up, David.com. And, it's really easy on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all three. I'm keep it up, David. I found something that worked across all platforms and I was like, yes, I'm never changing this because I was able to register them all. So keep it up, David. Now, again, if, say hi. Yeah. Um, I love meeting people. I love chatting with people. Um, so don't hesitate to reach out um, and just say hi. You know, you don't need to have a question. Just say hi. I love making friends. So keep it up, David. Please do, because the, the, the new world, as David and I know, uh, is, is community and connecting with people, and now we can do it in an amazing way. And if, if David's story resonated with you and it didn't, you, you got problems. But uh, if you go to his social media and connect and, and watch and learn. And, and as David said, you may not take the advice right away, but you uh, lean on it later, put it aside. Uh, and, and when the time is right for you, uh, then you may use it. But, but again, connect, be inspired. David, thank you so so much. Uh, we will we will talk again soon. Thanks for taking the time, and um, uh, I just I, I I can't say enough. <laughs> I'm speechless. Thank you, David. Have a great day. Speak soon. Thank you very much, Tom. Talk to you soon. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step, and you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if... no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we are back. How amazing is David Garcia? Again, if you're not inspired by his story, if you have goals you want to achieve and that didn't move you, you got to get your heart checked. So great took notes like crazy because David just, it, it, what comes out of his mouth should be so helpful to those of you who have been struggling. The, 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 the simple yet just super powerful message of how he did it. You know, I was scribbling down notes like crazy. I, I keep notebooks on all, all this stuff because it's, it's all research. It's all helpful. It's all amazing. And, and just things like he felt proud. He felt proud by the small changes, the small changes, as he talked about, started bringing lunch to work, brought his clothes to work so he could get a workout in because he knew he was, was less likely to do it once he got home, back to the gym, Back to the whole thing of time. You got to make the small changes that make you feel proud. It's called self-efficacy. You will hear me talk about that on almost just a crazy amount of shows because self-efficacy is situational confidence. It's building confidence. It's feeling good about yourself in, in certain situations. And that's what drives me nuts about fad diets and fad workouts and bad information because it does the opposite. It diminishes, it, it breaks down your self-efficacy. You don't feel good about yourself. Small changes, builds on itself. Exactly what he said. He said, keep building. Things like stopped driving by 11 drive throughs Goes against 
All those articles that I talked about at the beginning of the show, you can't do it. It's your genetics. How about not driving by? How about the little things that can make it easier for you? We make it difficult on ourselves when we try to make huge changes in a small amount of time. Back when I was a trainer, towards the end of, of being a trainer, when I had figured it out, what was working and what wasn't, and I was never a big change type of person, but it, it just, it, my clients were shocked when I would say, here's the small changes we're going to make over time. Everyone wanted that. I want to lose 10 pounds in a week. How about one or two? We're going to shoot for these short-term goals that will bring us to our long-term goals, but we're not going to make that long-term goal our short-term goal. That's what's amazing and so powerful about someone's like David's story. He brought his leftovers. Okay. And, and, and the final thing that just blows me away with his story is how he said the world opened up to him in ways he never realized, in ways he never thought possible. One of those was his stair running. But as he said, it was going on planes and not having to ask for the seatbelt. But it was so much more than that. It was opening up things to him opportunities that he didn't know he didn't have, that he was missing out on. So I hope you enjoyed him. And I'm going to have so many more people like him because it's such a powerful message and it's a message that works. It works. I'm going to bring you stuff that works. Small changes. My term, excessive moderation. Don't do a little bit of exercise, or sorry, don't do a lot of exercise, a little. Do a little, a lot. And it was funny. When I threw out excessive moderation to uh, the term to a publisher not too long ago, she said it doesn't make sense. They're contradictory. And I said, exactly. That's <laughs> the point. That's the whole point point. Oh, we have fun. Uh, David Garcia, re, uh, listen to the show over and over, write down, take notes. If you have the same goals that David had and you want to maintain them the way he has, then do what David did. And as he said, it may not be, you don't have to follow him hundred percent. There's other ways around things, but it's, he didn't tell you what type of foods to eat. He told you to avoid driving past the fast food places. He didn't tell you what kind of exercise to do, although walking is the greatest, simplest, easiest way to start for the vast majority of people. You're going to find what works for you. But it's the concepts that he threw out there that work for just about everybody. You have to find within those concepts what's works, what works for you and then as he said, you're going you're gonna to mix it up. He even hit on that topic that I talk about all the time. Mix it up. Mix it up. Find new things. What worked for you for a long time, over time, you're going to have to change it up. And that's great news, not bad news. Once you get bored doing the same thing over and over, and if you love it, keep doing it. But, but we need to keep mixing it up. Thanks for listening. And hey, if you have a couple extra seconds... 
Really would appreciate it if you would connect with me, leave a review, leave a comment, whatever you want to talk about, wherever you listen to the show. So I hope you enjoyed David Garcia. I hope you got inspired. And I hope if you think you can't achieve something because of your genetics, because of anything, I hope he changed your way of thinking on that. Because there are three things that we have total control over. What we put into our mouths, how much we move, and our attitude. So have a great day. Thank you for listening and believe in yourself. Fitness Disrupted is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hell of Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.